This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. Hey everybody, welcome to Elseworlds Exchange, I'm Sal. And I'm Joel. We're going to be talking about viruses. I don't know why. I mean, it's not like it's topical or anything like that. No, no, not at all. You know, when inspiration strikes, you know, when it knocks at the door, you got to (laughs) answer. That's right. We're going to be talking about comic book contagions or plagues or viruses, the the fictitious diseases that afflict our favorite superheroes uh, Mm. throughout the multiverse. And I'm very excited to talk about this because obviously we're living in a kind of self-imposed quarantine right now. Uh-huh. Uh, Ontario just, uh, what is it, declared a state of emergency this morning. Oh, excellent. New Jersey did, did it a week ago. No big yeah. deal. Uh, <laughs> Canada's always, you know, <laughs> up behind the times for America, you know. Yeah, like... yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, listen, before we get started, I want to say welcome to any of you who are watching this live. Uh, and if you are watching this for the first time live, and a special welcome for you, because uh, you probably didn't have a, t- a chance to do this before. And I'm very mm. happy to see you uh, trying it out. Um, if you want to sponsor today's episode, you can do so by making a super chat and asking a question or making a comment, putting it into the show. We'll weave it in organically, answer your question, talk about it here on the show live. Uh, if you're watching this after the fact, all you can do is watch it. But you know what? We'll, we'll accept that. That's totally fine. Go. Uh, so yeah, uh, got a big old list of, of, of viruses. I remember when I first got into comics, there was a... A glut of fake diseases. It was all the rage for a minute there, wasn't it? It was all the rage, and I feel like it had to have been because of the AIDS epidemic. It was Mm. very popularized. It was co-opted by pop culture, and, uh, you know, it, it was just, it was a disease that was, you know, considering the 80s, relatively new, and yeah. a death sentence. Definitely. When it first came about. Unlike today, yeah. Right. And so, I mean, it it depends on how rich you are, really. Also like, that we're not all Magic Johnson. <laughs> exactly. But uh, but it's 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 manageable if you have the means. Uh, but it's but it, that that kind of fear and that kind of I don't know international conversation had to have inspired fiction. And it's true. There's there's very few things now. Where it's like, no, this will kill you dead. Even cancer, which used to be the oh, this is the worst thing. Now it's like, well, you know, we've made some advancements. Now it's still gonna suck, but your chances are better. Right. Exactly. Uh, and of course, cancer. I think is still the number one disease in comics uh, mm. that they want to use when they want to hit you in the hit you in the gut and make you feel sad. Because statistically speaking, we all either know someone who has had cancer, maybe you've had it, or again, you've probably seen a pretty sad movie about cancer. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, every, everyone is affected by that. But uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about fake ones. We're not. We're not. We don't want to get too uh, too macabre, too sad. Yeah, there's a there's enough heavy shit going on in the world with real diseases. Let's talk about some fake diseases. Exactly, exactly. So let's talk about some fake diseases. Uh, one that reminded that I was reminded of the other day uh, that I didn't get a chance to mention in our chat, but I did like throw in immediately was the carrion virus. Yes, of course. Man, how did we forget carrion virus? Yeah, yes. I mean, like not just the fact that carrion is a character both a character and a disease which is interesting exactly uh so i I, we got to get into this um okay so the first strain of the carrion virus was a modified version of a serum created by none other than miles warren the jackal freaking jackal at it again (laughs) i know uh he incubated it for five years inside the body of a clone uh, and then that clone, uh, that was the first strain of the carrion virus. But apparently, like, it has links through not just uh, the character carrion, but also uh, the clone saga, which well, is like... Like real diseases, there are multiple strains. Right, exactly. And I like this one because unlike some of the other diseases we're going to get into that are a little more popular, this one actually does have, like, mutations and strains, and it actually kind of behaves like a virus. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. 
and they've they, they they've kind of run this run this into the ground honestly i uh sure have although the last time that you may have seen the carrion virus was on i think the clone conspiracy yes because i think they did the, bring it back i think the idea was that like if you were a clone resurrected if you don't take the pill you become you be- a zombie you become a carrion <laughs> Which, again, not a bad idea. I mean, you know, clone conspiracy has a lot of problems, but that's a creative idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that, like, most Spider-Man villains are technically victims of some kind of fake virus. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. you look at, uh, you could could argue that uh, the the symbiotes are a pathogen of one form or another. Um, You know, the, the goblin serum is a, you know, it's transferable through blood. Yeah. And can affect you in, in, in multiple ways. The lizard transformation is like could be considered a virus. I mean, they, in, they certainly uh, treat it like that, don't they? I mean, heck, wasn't there a whole Silver Surfer story where he found a planet covered in symbiotes and it's like, oh, this horrible disease is spreading. Got to stop it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, well, there's two of them. There's the 90s one where Silver Surfer was like, screw the symbiotes. And then there's Silver Surfer Black. Where he was like, "Oh, this is a planet of sentient beings. I should talk to them. Like, maybe it's maybe it's a good place for Galactus to eat." And then, it, and then they, it's it's so good. OBS keeps uh, keeps crashing, but we're we're just gonna keep going. That's good. Um, what was it? Uh, let, let's let's jump into some super chats just to because I think somebody's gonna. Uh, Tony Elizondo says, "Thanks for being you." With uh, it looks like a an exercising pair looking at himself in the mirror. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you very much, man. I, I, we gotta make some custom ones of these. Yeah, you figure we've been doing this show for how many episodes now? Yeah, yeah. I'd, uh, I, I'd a go halfsies with you on commissioning some uh, exclusive Elseworld Exchange right. uh, emotes, emotes that are like little characters that dance around. I don't know. I'm in. Yeah, little dance in Joel, little dance in Sad. Yeah, why not? Uh, Riley says, "Does the anti-life equation count? Is Carnage or Venom a mm-hmm. virus?" And I like the techno-organic virus. Okay, well, you said a oh, lot. Yeah. First up, anti-life equation. I wouldn't have considered it a virus, but if you read Deceased... It sure became one. Yeah, which they have actually named. It's called anti-living. Oh. Uh, but that is essentially the zombie of, like, virus. Uh, what of, a... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, what a great concept to turn the anti-life equation into a zombie virus because it means Taylor didn't have to invent one. He used something that was already in the universe. And it's not only a physical virus, it's a computer virus, too, because it's spread through technology. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it's it's a multifaceted virus, right? Because you got the zombie outbreak virus, the one that turns people into zombies. You get to play with the anti-life equation because, of course, in, like, I think Final Crisis, they unleash the anti-life equation and, mm. and it... Uh, you know, it controls the wills of people, so technically mm-hmm. it does act like a virus. Um, but in deceased, it's transferable through human contact, through biting, and through social media. So you got the technical aspect plus the bio uh, aspect. But then you also have the aspect where it turns out that the virus itself is sentient. Yeah, and is deliberately transferring itself because it like wants to spread like that's hates life yeah that's a pretty cool concept i I, i really dig that it's a super cool concept and i think even george romero would be proud too because it is an evolution on a lot of his ideas where you know zombie movies and apocalypse movies you know try and talk about culture and i love the idea that it is spread through technology and screens and mankind is so boned because we are so surrounded by screens 24/7 exactly no it's it, that i will give all the accolades to deceased for being a rock simple concept that is multifaceted and handled with grace and dignity because it could have been so dumb, right? Oh, let's do oh, Marvel easily. Zombies, but for DC. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, no. Uh, with a name like Deceased, you're like, okay, well, you're clearly, you're you're going for the fun, you're going for the lols, what do you mean? Eh. And then it's like, no, I, I we just had, it's too clever a name not to use. You, uh, you ever wonder, too, in situations like this where it's like, how would I, la- how long would I last in the Deceased world if I lived there? And honestly, I think you and me being YouTubers, being behind screens for work, I don't think Sal and Joel are making it nope. this one, guys. Nope. Not, uh, immediately, I would be. We are, we are zombies day one. <laughs> yep. Day one, minute one. <clears throat> yeah. um, he also mentioned is our carnage event of a virus. Our symbiotes viruses. I mean, they're symbiotes. They're closer to parasites. Yeah, I think it's more that they're like a like a 
Because viruses aren't technically alive. Like, they're not a living being. They act and function like living beings because they spread and they reproduce. But they're not, like, an entity. You know mm. what I mean? Like, they're, they're well, in any case. Now, that symbiotes, being said, yeah. uh, Donny Cates is creating a new character that we can read about on Free Comic Book Day called Virus. So. Yes. Yes, that's right. Well, and there's also, like, there's the symbiote toxin. And there's mm. the, you can be infected by a symbiote because, of course, what was it in Absolute Carnage? Everyone had, who who had carried a symbiote also had, like, a piece of them inside them. Right, a little codex, which, again, sounds a lot like a parasite. Hell, uh, even that stupid Spider-Man Venom crossover, uh, what was it, uh, Maniac and the Made Men, where, you know, he basically gave it to all the uh, different supervillains and turned them into puppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like symbiotes are more like... I don't know, like a tapeworm mm, than they agree. are a virus. Uh, and the techno-organic virus, I guess we might as well transition into that. The techno-organic virus, or TO virus, mm. uh, of course, I, I remember this came about, or like at least in my cultural consciousness, around the same time as the legacy virus, where it was like people were using them intermittently and interchangeably. Yeah. And I'm like, no, they're totally different things. <laughs> Cable has the techno-organic virus. That's why he's half a robot. Um, le the legacy virus is not that. It's something else. And there's different versions of the legacy virus, which I had to remind myself before we started. Yeah, exactly. Um, man. So, okay. The techno-organic virus. I always had it connected with Apocalypse, but what do you remember about it? What do you know slash recall about this, about the techno-organic virus. Besides that, like, Cable's infected with it, and I guess it'll kill him one day or something. I mean, mostly it's the uh, Warlock and Magus stuff that I remember. They you know go. they're a carrier, too. That's that's what comes to my mind. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's, like, a fun mutant robot thing. You know, that's why he looks all weird and shit. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, because Warlock is obviously a player... In hawks and pox and dogs. Yes. I feel like this virus is going to happen again. Like, we're going to get oh, another... Oh, yeah. Like, we're going to get some kind of clue into oh, this again. Without a doubt, because then you got the phalanx connection, too, and we see in the future the phalanx are, like, even bigger and even scarier than ever. Exactly. I mean, the fact that, apparently, if you're infected by the techno-organic virus, you can shapeshift. Mm. Suggests maybe that's already a thing. And the fact that, you know, Warlock is kind of on the island, but kind of not on the island, because, you know, some people can see him and some people can't. I think no one can see him. I think it's more like Cyclops almost thought he might have seen him. But it's a, he's a secret. Ah, yeah. well, that's, that, that's current. Yeah, true. I don't want to get too far into it, but, uh, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, the techno-organic virus... Did they ever solve that problem? <laughs> No, no, and again, I think it was a matter of it was never a problem meant to be solved. It was just meant to be like, yo, doesn't Cable look rad as fuck with these robot parts? And yeah, yeah, he does. I, I, I honestly and truly believe that it was like, no, we generated this. We just needed to call it something because, mm -hmm. because when I handed in the drawing of Cable, they said, why is he oh, – is, oh, he's half cyborg? And they were like, no, he has an infectious disease. Oh. It makes him half a cyborg. Oh. And, and, and there's pathos there because it's spreading. Oh, like, I don't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, guess, I, I, I guess that'll be a problem for the next writer then to solve. Damn right. <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, Stuart McNally, bit on the nose here, huh, lads? Take care, everybody. Uh, I literally said the same thing when I pitched this episode. Hey, is it too on the nose if we do a contagious disease well, episode? The, the thing that made me think, like, no, was when we came up with a list of five within the next 30 seconds. I was we, like, we what, 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 EarthX, Legacy Virus, Techno-Organic, the, the actual virus lantern, uh, mm. Contagion, Heat 16. Uh, no, okay, yeah, we're doing a show. Like it was, it was literally like a driving game where it's like, bet you can't think of six. Oh wait, we thought of more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Heartless Fang, we're a step away from complete lockdown Ugh. here in the Bay Area of California, but I still got to head to work. You guys stay safe. Listen, I, I honestly feel like this is the one time in your life currently. I mean, who knows in the future where you can get a pass, like where you can go. I'm not coming in. Yeah, what are you going to do? It, it, like, 
no one knows what's going on. I'm not coming in. I mean, and if and honestly, if you are a if you if you are a uh, a risk, like if you live with the elderly, if you mm. are older, or if you have a compromised immune system, don't take those risks. Now, it sucks because it's hard to say like, hey, uh, I'm not going to take those risks. I work in retail and mm. I live in like this one bedroom apartment and I can't afford rent without it. I I don't have an easy answer for you. My suggestion no, would be, true. I mean, like if I were in that situation, I would call my landlord and be like. What are you doing about it? Because he's not making any money either. And it- you, you mentioned landlords. I've actually had like my payment here for a while, and the landlord just hasn't fucking showed up at the building. Okay. To where I'm like, okay, I guess I'm not paying you then if you're not going to show up. Well, yeah. Now, what I would do, honestly, I would work out a deal with the person that – with all of my utilities. Like I'd call the power company. I'd call the cable company. Well, I'd probably cancel my cable or at the very least downgrade. Um and I would call my landlord and be like, let's work out something. Yeah. You know, because obviously this is a, this is an extenuating circumstance. There's not a lot of opportunity for that. You're, uh, I'm not going to play this card every time. Yeah, really. That there's a plague. <laughs> going on right now. C- clearly, you're not going to want to leave your place. And again, you talked about living with the elderly. Again, like 90% of the people in this building that I live in are old people. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so... But but thank you, Heartless Fang, for hanging out with us. Appreciate uh, it. Kevin Kruger, Rodimir's Curse, the plague that killed Martian Manhunter's planet. Oh, but only sometime. Yeah, <laughs> only in the nineties. Um, yeah, man. Good I, I, pull though. Nice, yeah, uh, good nice pull. deep Good cut. use of Rodimir, because I all, all I remember of Rodimir is Martian Manhunter yelling it in pain. Usually, <laughs> he used it like a like a curse. You know, like right. like shock. Or he's like, Hronim- great Ronimir, look at that, the size of that ship. <laughs> but yeah. I do love fake swear words. Right, yeah. Uh, but no, Hronimir was the god of death and darkness in uh, in Martian folklore. And uh, apparently it was a telepathic plague. Mm, see, I like that. That's clever. That's fun. As yeah. opposed to all the other times where it's like, oh, white Martians killed them all. Or like, oh, yellow lanterns killed them all. Yeah. Oh, oh it was still a Martian. It was a mutated Martian that made the plague. But they still... Uh, plague i by the way i think this is the first psychic plague we've got in our list yes the rest of them are all like usually like how do you get it Eh." like the tech organic virus how do you get it Uh, fight apocalypse yeah and he'll give it to you (laughs) i don't know the hell Um, of a thing oh my god I was just thinking, like, in, in terms of docs, you know, with the death cult and how, like, Apocalypse is in charge of everything. Or at the very yes. least, he's on the Quiet Council. He's he's fighting people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What if he's, like, secretly infecting everybody with the technology? Oh, and that's his long game. His long game is, I'm going to take the phalanx. And he's like, you are all part of it now. Oh, shit. That's pretty hype. <laughs> that's... That's like a year two reveal. Apocalypse is just sitting there. It's like, but didn't you realize all this time, Charles and Eric? Yeah, exactly. Like you two are the only ones I couldn't get near or something like that. I don't know. But oh, yeah. but you know, no, Moira is fine because Moira doesn't live with everyone else. So Moira has to come out of hiding and reveal herself to defeat Apocalypse. That'd be dope. I'm in. Yeah. Um, she comes out. And she's got like a big cable gun and shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh there, there's a there's a virus that I immediately came up with. I remember we were talking about it on the couch on back issues, and I couldn't name it. When Joel pitched this idea, I immediately came up with the name of it. Uh, Heat 16 was the virus that uh, was engineered in a lab by the U.S. government that was triggered with a like dead man switch on Jason Wynn's heart in the Spawn movie. Ah. That's a good one. But it is technically a comic book virus because they retconned it in to Curse of the Spawn number 13. Did they really? Well, of course they did. Because, of course, when they were making the movie, they realized they didn't want to pay Rob Liefeld movie (laughs) rates. So they were like, we got to retcon the killing of Spawn. So we're going to change it to Priest instead of Chapel. And then we got to put Priest into the comic books. It's all cyclical. It's all connected. And right, I remember the that. priest chapel thing. I did not remember the Heat Sixteen thing that they actually worked it into the comics. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it, you well, know, I don't know if it's cool, but it's definitely it's, it's, interesting. <laughs> it listen, it, it's in the book, and it only appears in issue thirteen of Curse of the Spawn, which is terrible. <laughs> Although I think it's Brazilian in that regard. 
But uh, yeah, heat 16, horrible, terrible virus. What it does is I think it melts you. I think it's like Ebola. No, it makes Ebola look like a skin rash, I believe is it, what thank you, Martin Sheen says. <laughs> God, Martin Sheen just chewing every piece of scenery in that role. Yeah, I hear his grandson was a big Spawn fan. Oh, and he was like, you got to take the job. And he's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> wow. I remember being like, wow, Martin Sheen's in this movie. Oops. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to be acting. I don't know what I'm going to be doing out there, but it's not going to be acting. No. Well, he's he's trying. I mean, like, yeah. he's... He's not trying hard, but he's he's at least <laughs> showing up for work. Makes a bolo look like a skin rash. Man, that really tells you what time and place we were at there, where it's like, well, what, what was the worst disease at the time? Ebola's uh, kind of new and interesting. Right? They made that movie Outbreak, uh, the Motaba virus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just literally just Ebola, but, but more it's terrible. A, it's got a scarier name, though. Yeah. Uh, Meow Nian says, hey, Sal and Joel, is it me or are plagues, diseases, and viruses just another Tuesday for the X-Men? Yep, you are not yep. wrong. We were As we talked about this, it's like they have like five of the biggest, most popular ones that came to our mind. Yeah, that being said, take care of you too, especially Joel, since I hear Ontario just got hit hard. Uh, well, they just put in the, uh, what is it, uh, state of emergency where we had actually flown under the radar. Wow. Um. Yeah, man, the X-Men have a, have their share of viruses. I know that uh, we talked about the techno-organic one. Um, we should mention M-Pox. Yes, which is fairly new and kind of already forgotten. It's over. I mean, like, the fact is they needed to make up something. The, ha the idea here being that, of course, if mutants get exposed to the Terrigen mist, they'll develop a disease that kills them. Uh, it They might as well have called it the fox disease again you just move a couple letters around you turn the p into an f <laughs> yeah they really should have done that just to be like there uh, we're killing the x-men because fox that's why yeah, they came down with a bad case of fox it didn't like kill all that many people it killed cyclops but only after the fact when they retconned it mm -hmm. and it killed multiple man i think uh yeah killed multiple man i think it attacked it affected what's that guy who could cure everything uh, uh, elixir. Elixir. I thought it killed him after he cured it, but I don't remember that. Uh, I think Sunspot got it. Dazzler got it. Um, but they got better. But they Everyone all got. got I mean, everybody got better. Gold Balls <laughs> had it. Obviously, it didn't affect him very hard because he's an, a linchpin of the current roster of X Men. I um, still cannot believe that that Hickman's <laughs> like, nah. I'm gonna save Gold Ball and make him very important. Or he's Egg now. He's. I. I amazing that he ca he came up with a nickname that made me miss gold balls. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? I take it back. Yeah. Uh, Rusky 910, are there any positive viruses in comics? Like the one from Spider Island, but it just stops the powers. Um, yeah, that's interesting, actually. Like, there's that... I guess I would call it a disease that uh, Miles Warren sla and the uh, Queen invent that gives people spider powers. No. And then turns them into spiders. <laughs> pretty good for a minute there. I mean, Cable's not suffering too bad from the techno-organic virus, or at least he doesn't complain too much about it anymore, and he gets cool robot parts out of it. I think it's because his powers keep it at bay or something like that. Mm. He's so powerful that he doesn't succumb. Right, right. That makes sense. But like even a, his arm. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like Deadpool with cancer, my healing factor keeps it at bay, but just makes me look extra crispy. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, positive viruses, uh, I'm trying to remember. I mean, like, I've, I've seen where Captain America's super soldier serum is used as kind of like an antitoxin or as a, as a cure uh, for diseases. I've seen uh, anti-venom. Yes. His, his symbiote became like a kind of, a kind of vaccine. Cool suit. Yeah, cool suit. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, like, I, I think with the, with the, with the, the name virus, you kind of can only get negative connotations from it. I, I mean, you know, uh, they've technically had comic books of this kind of counts. Uh, Resident Evil, when the bosses shoot themselves up with T and G virus, so long as you don't mind being a horrible Lovecraftian monster with eyes and tentacles, you yeah. can take that as a positive. Right, unless you are Alice, in which case the virus only makes you more super rad and awesome. There you go. There you go. We found one. That's not in comics, though, which is exactly what Rusky asked about. So, unfortunately, 
I'm going to have to say no for now, but I'm sure I'll be corrected in the comments. We just we just missed the cutoff yeah. for that. Magician, uh, nothing to add to the conversation, but I wanted to show a little support for the show. Love the content. You guys keep it up. Uh, thank you thank very you. much, Magician. And uh, good luck with your act. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Taylor Pester, the Bloodshot virus from Bloodshot Reborn. Mm, there you okay. go. Turns people into bloodshots. Of course, it also makes them like puppets, but, you know. Up until then, you're doing all right. Up until then, yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty badass. Mm-hmm. You do get to look like a bloodshot, which is either good or bad, depending on your, 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 depending on what decade you were born in. Yeah, do you do you prefer the pale skin there and the red circle? <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, honestly, t- slightly or uh, iconic. On the off, on the on the other chance, you look like a bloodshot. But mm. yeah, that's fair. Good call, ta- Taylor, and timely, given that no one can go see the bloodshot movie. Man, that's such a that's such a kick in the pants. Like, you know, man, I, I kind of wanted to do that because I was doing a video on the subject and I wanted to have like a little bit at the end where it's like, oh, and here's what I thought about the movie. Now I don't get to do it. No. Um, you know, we talked about the Terrigen Mists creating Mpox. Mm. Um, what I immediately thought of was Earth X when the Terrigen Mists basically turn everybody into or the, the Terrigen Mists become such that it mutates and makes everyone on the planet into a superpower being. There you go. That's a good one. And I was like, wait a minute. The Terrigen Mist, I guess, could act kind of like a virus in that it transforms you, it affects your physiology. But A, is that how that works? <laughs> and I, I mean, it, no. it sounds more like a bioweapon when you put it that way. That's true. It is more like a bioweapon. But uh, if you read the current Marvel's X book, they're treating it like it's a virus. Mm. You know, they're treating it like you can cure it, like it's affecting only a, per- a certain percentage of the population. Um, so in that regard, I think it's a, it's a good happy medium. It's a little bit of both. And also, I guess, an updating where it's like, well, here's what we thought about pandemics when we first wrote this, and here's what we know about it now. Exactly. Uh, by the way, read EarthX. It's great. Is it? Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I yeah. was I, I was waiting to hear a good recommendation, and you yeah. gave it a good recommendation. I, I really like EarthX. If you love it, you'll enjoy, you might enjoy the two sequels. Mm. I was like, I'm good, <laughs> and didn't need the other ones. Here's a here's a good one too. I see your Earth X virus, and I raise you the Hour Man virus from DC <laughs> One Million, which was also nano machines and also affected computers and also affected people. It kills you. The end. Just um, kills you. Which again, it's it's kind of funny where it's like, well, it's called the Hour Man virus, but it takes twenty four hours to kill me. <laughs> I, I, I just like someone mentioned Hour Man in something. <laughs> right. It's just it's just branding. I got to call it the Iron Man virus, despite the fact that it takes 24 hours to do anything. That's funny. <laughs> um, I was going to say something about that. Oh, it's the, the lack of creativity. Like, For I want to do. These. Yeah, I want to do a virus, but I don't want to think about what it does, where it comes from or how to deal. Like, there is a virus. It affects people. What does it do to them? Eh, it kills you. It's why in some of the best zombie movies in works, the uh, disease goes unnamed. Right. Yeah, or they don't treat it like a virus. I think 28 Days Later, they were like, it's a virus. The rage virus. That, Which, by the way, hilarious. They're like, it's a virus. No. You don't just show monkeys bad things on a TV and it creates a virus. <laughs> well, apparently it does. Well, that's stupid as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. That movie is baller, but that that sucks. That reasoning is very stupid. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, what was it actually apropos of zombie viruses? I guess we could talk about Marvel zombies. Oh, Because yeah. they have a virus. They call it the hunger virus. An interesting take <laughs> on a zombie virus, too, where you're not always brainless all the time. Exactly. Now, that, the, 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 I don't like Marvel zombies. I think it's really bleak and miserable, but like, yeah, it is. but I do uh, appreciate the time taken to be like, okay, here's what I want the virus to do. Here's how I want it to affect people. Here's a story I want to tell. Here's my angle on it. Right. But yeah, hunger virus. Spread by biting. It's just a zombie virus. We're calling it... But it is technically a virus called the hunger virus. It's pretty solid. I dig that. Ooh, here's another one from DC. The eye pollen degenerative disorder. It's called a disorder, but it's a virus from Transmetropolitan, that thing ah. that, makes, that makes you lose all motor, motor control. It's basically like Alzheimer's meets Parkinson's. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a... 
that's a that's a key virus. It's good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good creation. Uh, it's, different. It's, yeah, different. Different, original, and also uh, horrifying. Yeah. V- very horrifying, where it's like, man, you know, I'll become a zombie, I won't care. Yeah, losing all my motor function and cognitive skills, I'm gonna care about that. Exactly. No, pass. Um, what was it? Uh, I can't believe... So, we talked a little bit about the legacy virus, I guess we should talk a little bit more about it, just to kind of, like, round out the legacy virus, because there's... Because there's, like, three strains there's of There's three it. strains of the legacy virus, they treated it kind of like, uh, like, like mutant AIDS... Because mm-hmm. it only affected mutants. It was like, it only affects us, so obviously no one cares about trying to solve the problem. No, yeah, really. Uh, famously, Ileana Rasputin was a contractor of the legacy virus. Uh, the, I have the issue where she dies. It was really, it's, well, not dies, but like goes into a coma. Yeah, um, yeah. It's really baller. It's a great issue. Um, and then, of course, poetically, uh, Colossus injects him with the virus. I love it because I was trying to explain this to the guys, and they were like, that's so stupid. And I'm like, no, it's really like, it's heartbreaking and it's really cool. But they just, they, they couldn't get around it. The idea that like it needs the, the, the cure needs to interact with a mutant physiology in order to become airborne and contagious and like cure everybody. Yeah. But in order to do it, a mutant has to die. And so Colossus injects himself with it and uh, sacrifice himself, I guess, because like, you know, in deference to his sister who also Big. passed from the legacy virus. Big moment for his character, too. Well, a big moment because they were like, I don't know what to do with this character anymore. I guess I'll kill him. Might as well kill him. We made him a Magneto villain and uh, whatever, but it didn't really matter. So I guess we'll just kill him. Yep. There you go. Easy. Yeah. By the way, uh, I like the issue. I wish the art was a little more like mature, mm. I guess. It just it, it looks very 90s. Yeah. But uh, but cool, like it, it, it's cool. I like it. I think the idea is you have to activate your mutant power in order to activate the virus or something. Yeah, yeah. Which but, again uh, is very comic book. Oh yeah, no, uh, it works. Uh, and and I liked how they actually did wrap it up because forever, no matter what uh, X Men book you're reading, for a time you can't get away from that friggin' legacy virus. Which I guess no, was, you couldn't. I guess is kind of the point. They were like trying to make the national conversation about like there's this th- don't for- there's this thing out there that yes, is like yeah. that is like a sexually transmitted disease that is hurting you like uh, affecting marginalized groups and no one's doing anything exactly about it. that that is so clever and effective i'm like man i i like that and i'm glad it's over <laughs> yeah but i wish they'd refer to it you know what i mean because uh, they once they were over with it they were like well we're done we're that that yeah. that period in our lives is over let's never talk about it again my my favorite thing with the legacy virus is a blink and you'll miss a thing in the ultimate alliance video game you know <laughs> you could do like little little side objectives and then at the end of the game they're like oh you did this side objective which means you fixed this thing i think like in level one if you grab a suitcase from the shield helicarrier it's like oh you grabbed the research on the legacy virus that means when it happened they were able to cure it good job what (laughs) yeah you did that one thing and you saved mutant kind because you were able to cure the legacy virus i'm like fuck that was really easy apparently they should have just grabbed this suitcase yeah well if you're a video game completist if you like love checking out levels (laughs) i I also wonder if that was like a snide little comment too, where it's like, man, you know, the CIA totally has the cure for AIDS, but they'll never let you have it. Where it's like, yo, Shield totally had the cure for the legacy virus, but they never let the mutants have it. I think that's exactly right. I mean, maybe not in the video game, but definitely in my heart of hearts, I know they had a cure for the legacy virus, and I know you didn't need to kill Colossus to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, ooh, uh, here's a fun one here. The many Green Lantern, both heroes and villains who are living diseases, yes. Lesl Pawn, <sighs> who is a super evolved smallpox virus who's intelligent and sentient and has a ring, and then the villain that they defeat, uh, Despolitus. Yes, uh, Despotelus. There you go. Friend. Thank you. Yes, who is literally a virus? Like he is. Yep. He is under the micro. He, he's a large version of what a virus looks like under the microscope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Yup. <laughs> super cool concept. Super outside the box concept. Very Green Lantern. Yes, and I love the idea that like they're so big they can't affect you. Yeah. Like they can't infect you because like they would be able to infect like a large scale being. Like they could infect Mogo. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's fun. 
Yeah. Uh, CJ Levin, hey Sal, coming to you live from lockdown in Teaneck, New Jersey. Um, stay safe, my friends. Stay safe and stay mm-hmm. home. Drink fluids and monitor your symptoms. Will do, man. And you too. Uh, everybody else out there, listen to CJ. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, stay safe, everyone. Wash your hands. 20 <clears throat> seconds. Nah, that's right. That's right. I am constantly washing my hands. I got my, my uh, you know, stuff. What is it? Hand sanitizer here at the office. But uh, yeah, wash your hands. 20 seconds under hot water. Uh, when you leave, when you come back, between mm-hmm. meals. Yes, I, I'm washing my hands and I'm wearing gloves when I have to go out too. Mm, I'm seeing more of them out, but uh, I'm not going out, so you know. Uh, Fallen Angel XOO. What about the Doomsday Virus, which is a thing now apparently? Yes, breaks my heart. I hate it, uh, but yes. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was a thing. Yeah, that happened. Yep, and it could have been a thing they left alone, but then uh, Scott Snyder was like, "Hey, what if?" There was an evil Batman who had the Doomsday Virus. Yeah. Well, didn't he, like, make it in that version to make himself become a big, uh, badass Doomsday monster? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where before it was just something else. Where, again, again, they clearly started with the drawing where it's like, well, what if Superman became Doomsday? Yep. Well, what if anything? Why that? Like, what if Spider-Man... Turn inside out. Like, you don't need to do everything that ever existed under the sun. Like, what if Superman became Doomsday? Who gives a shit? That was like a year's worth of story that went through, like, all the Superman books. I can't believe it. I can't. What a hard time to be a Superman fan. Tell me about it. Can you imagine? Like, you're reading Superman. New 52 happened. You're like, I'm in. I'm Mm -hmm. all in. I'm going to buy all 52 of your books. I'm going to read Superman. Greatest superhero on Earth. I'm in. You read it and you're like, what the fuck is this? Superman was so easily ignorable during that era. So ignorable, we're just going to make him go away. Yep, we sure did. Uh, I guess we'd be remiss, too, if we didn't bring this one up. TS-19, which is the official designation for the zombie uh, virus in The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. I I remember Hickman saying he was, or not Hickman, Kirkman, saying he was never going to say where it came from. Which I don't think they ever did. I, I, I'm sh- I'm reading it right now in the wiki. I'm shocked they even gave it a name. I know when I was reading, which was like the first hundred odd issues or everything. That His I, name, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know they gave it a name eventually, but they did. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of them naming it because it's like, you have to. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so awkward to call it, like, the incident before yeah. people go, that sucks, stop doing that. Give it, give it a proper name. I, I still remember uh, when, uh, what is it, Kirkman told the story that originally he pitched the whole thing as an alien plague. That, that oh, was my be God. The twist, where it's like, oh, yeah, it came from space and aliens are readying Earth for an invasion. This was just so Image would pick it up because, like, we're not going to do a regular zombie book. Yep, Kirkman is just not going to do it. No, but aliens, though, he lied out his ass, and by the time two volumes were done, they were loving it, and then he never had to give a reason. Exactly, and never had to do the alien thing, and he didn't. Yep, which is kind of amazing, mm. and let that be a lesson to all you young writers out there. Don't be afraid to lie. <laughs> it's such a harsh lesson, it but really I'm not going to refute it. Uh, Super Comic Fanboy 616, I don't know if you touched on this already. But I liked Jeff Johns' reinvention of the Amazo virus. Oh, yeah. That was a fun little arc there where instead of being a elf man robot, it makes you sick but also gives you powers. Yes. The patient zero, uh, Amazo patient zero of a metahuman virus. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, Batman had powers for a second. He could scream like a bat. Yeah. Great, great idea. Um, I, uh, I, I, I didn't read that. <laughs> it, it was a fun story. This was during that brief time when Lex Luthor was actually on the Justice League. Oh, okay, yeah. No. So I he actually buckles down and tries really hard to cure it, and this is like the height of his, no, I'm a good guy, I'm going to use my big brain for good, I'm going to cure this disease. Yeah. Now, this has, this is also the flip side to the, remember when Lex Luthor invented, not a disease, but a thing to give people metahuman powers? Oh, yeah, vaguely. And then turned it off while they were flying and killed like most of them. Oh yeah, that was that was a good moment. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Fifty-two. <laughs> was it fifty-two? Fifty-two. Uh, a. Aaron Koval, uh, first time watching this live because of the craziness going on in the world with the coronavirus right now. I reread Batman Endgame. Hey, cool. Hey. I hope you enjoyed it, man. <clears throat> I enjoyed it. I liked it. It was, you know, it has its moments. Snyder goes mm-hmm. off, but you know. Um, Theodore says, "How about pestilence? The virus elemental from." 
Brian K. Vaughn Swamp Thing or the Amazo virus. Well, we just talked mm. about the Amazo virus. Uh, but yeah, I don't, rem- I don't, I don't, I didn't read Brian K. Vaughn Swamp Thing. No, neither did I, but that sounds cool as fuck, <clears throat> though. Yeah, we do have it in the office, and I should, at the very least, give it to Tiffany because she loves literally everything Brian K. Vaughn writes. So I mean, I mean, while we're talking about Swamp Thing, The Divided, which are like, you know, another another parliament made of small, tiny cells, and also I'm going to assume viruses, too. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, we being Geeky Jail animated Wonder, Wonder Only Virus or Terrigen mm. Mist? I, I think he's talking about the Justice League episode where that evil Amazon... Uh, created a virus that uh, was basically like an allergen in all men. Remember that? Yes, I do. It's man, that <laughs> that is a. Right. For, I like that episode, but man, did I forget it existed entirely. It's it, it's a good concept. I like that. An evil Amazon tries to make all the men in the world sick. That's pretty. Right. It's pretty solid. Even Alien Man, even freaking Martian Manhunter got sick. Yeah, Paradise Planet. I'll take it. That's a cool idea. Great concept. I'm sure it's a comic. Um, and Terrigen Mist we talked about a couple times, but yeah, like, I, I, I would consider the Terrigen Mists a virus. It's tr- it's more like a, like a, I guess a plague. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, there's a, there's a book that reminds me of it very much. Uh, crap, what is it? It's about Australia and the, after nuclear war, um... The stand? No, not the stand. No, although in the stand uh, comic book slash novel, Captain Trips is the flu virus. Um, yeah, a so. particularly nasty one that King uh, goes out of his way to really show you how bad it is. Yeah. <laughs> Did you read? Uh, what was it? Stephen King talked about how it's like this may be worse than Captain Trips because it like. No, like, no, I, no, I like, missed that one. But don't tell me that, Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, it, it's not. Like, <laughs> like no, there's uh, Captain Trips on the beach is the novel I was thinking of, by the way. There you go. The, the Wonder Woman disease got me thinking, too. The disease from Why the Last Man that does a very similar thing. Exactly. The Why the Last Man disease. Uh, that has a name, too. Um, I think it's in our chat, actually. <laughs> yeah, pro- yeah you, you brought it up, I do remember. Um, they call it the plague or manslaughter, gendercide. Or Le Grand Depart. I like Le Grand Depart. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, sure, you're Canadian. Uh, yeah, Will... <laughs> absolutely. There you go. Oh. Will... Yeah. Will Bangs. Uh, hey, guys, stay safe and healthy. How would you rank all those Batman events from the 90s with Nightfall, Contagion, Cataclysm, and No Man's Land? I feel like Gotham got dunked on nonstop for a decade. Sure it did. sure did. Yep. Uh, and arguably still is. <clears throat> yeah. What we're talking about with respect to that is uh, Clench which is the name of the disease in the Batman event contagion. Right, which, you know, Rachel Ghoul created because he spun the plague wheel. And again, it's also described as being like Ebola, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is essentially Ebola come to Gotham. Which again, um, what, a, what a fun little time capsule when we thought Ebola was the worst thing ever. Yeah, and then I think they were like, this is the way we can redeem Asriel and make him a character. Mm. He'll, he'll cure the disease. Uh-huh. Man, it's funny, too, to think where it's like, yeah, Ebola, what crazy times that was. Then I'm like, no, we had an Ebola outbreak not that long ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. It came back, and, like, again, they were trying to quarantine people, and they're like, nah. But wasn't there, like, a whole thing in Jersey where, like, Chris Christie tried to quarantine some people, and they just weren't having it? <laughs> I'm sure. I don't recall. Uh, though I live here, so I should have known that. I remember SNL doing a bit on it, and they just, like, had uh, one of the guys come out dressed as Chris Christie for, like, two weeks talking about Ebola. Interesting. Yes, we did have Ebola. Yeah, I remember that now. I did, It was very downplayed here. Yeah, yeah. As you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, JWT Cosplay Devil's Breath from PS4 Spider-Man game. Yes! Oh, nice. Nice pull. Yeah, yeah. Devil's Breath. Another, like, what does this do disease? It kills you. Unless you get the cure right away. It's a plot <laughs> disease. <laughs> it very much is. Um, but I'm sure it could also, like, give you powers if, like, you know, you make a sequel to that game. <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be a good place to go. Yeah. John Bobbitt, have you mentioned the mesovirus in Mu 52? Yes, we did. Fun disease. Um, very yeah, different. Fun I disease. like that it gives you powers. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, again, this is technically more Star Wars, but I'm sure it appeared in a comic. What about the rat ghoul disease? Uh, what about it? 
Yeah, I know, right? I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I would be very shocked if Filoni didn't mention it at any point during his Clone Wars run. And we're coming to the end of it, so you know he's only got a few more chances to do it. Heck, there's a long history of zombie stuff in Star Wars. Sometimes it's more magic, sometimes it's bugs, sometimes it's a disease. They they love doing zombies in Star Wars. Yeah, I think is that that's not from Death Troopers the novel, is it? Yeah, I was thinking of Death Troopers, but then they also did a zombie episode of Clone Wars, but it was Bugs that was doing it. Okay, because Death Troopers, I know Tiffany read that book cover to cover, and mm -hmm. then we met uh, Joe Schreiber or Schreiber oh. at New York Comic Con like year two, and had him sign it. You're like, thanks. Um, yeah, is that the name of the? Is that is that what it is? R yes, uh, Death Troopers. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Man, I, I remember using Death Troopers as an example endlessly when they're like, oh, can you believe Disney is junking our beautiful expanded universe? I'm like, man, your expanded universe was filled with zombies by the end. You know what? Yeah. Maybe th maybe this is okay. Death maybe Troopers we'll was Death Troopers was pretty cool until Han and Chewie show up. And you're like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had me and then you lost me. <laughs> yeah. Dennis Bell, uh, the sentient virus that killed Wolverine. Mm. I don't remember that. Neither do I, but again, good pull. I, I'm assuming he must be right, because yeah. no one would just pull that out of thin air. Right. Well, I'm trying to remember, like, well, there's Death of Wolverine, which had the adamantium poisoning, but they got rid of the healing factor as well. Right. So, I'm sure it was another time. Uh, technically, does have comics, so it technically counts the grayscale from A Song of Ice and Fire, also known as Game of Thrones. Oh! <clears throat> now, I'm not a Game of Thrones guy. What exactly happened? It's basically leprosy. Okay. It's basically leprosy, but you get these weird gray scales, thus the name. Mm. And it also can occasionally turn you into a zombie because to deal with it, they kind of like send people out into the wilderness and they go mad with it. And again, if they bite you, you get it. In fact, that uh, happened to uh, Jorah. Oh, okay. So it's a little bit of everything. It's, it's, it's a very, very minor thing in the Game of Thrones show. I don't know how the books handle it. I would yeah, have like to imagine. Yeah. Uh, official Bolin says, wait, does does the Omec project count? This has been in the back of my mind all episode, and I've been like waiting for a chance to talk about it. Is yeah. it a computer virus? Is it a virus virus? It can affect organic stuff sometimes. Yeah, it, it is a computer virus, but it also, it's, okay, it acts like a virus, but it uses mm. actual like drones and converts people and stuff. Hmm. I'd say yes. I would say tentatively yes, I, that would. Uh, Taylor Pastor, are the OMACs from the OMAC project a virus? Uh, like Bolin, I would say, I'm going to put a pin in that one. I'd say technically yes, but I, 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 def, I defer. You could, you could debate it. There's exactly. some debate. Um, what was it? Uh, Death Charge says, Blacklight from Prototype. Oh, yes, the video game that, again... Sometimes gives you powers if you're a main character, but if not, turns you into a big crazy monster. Yeah, and DC's Bloodlines, yeah, where there's that alien that was infecting people and turning them into and, and giving them powers essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, of course, McGregor syndrome. Thanks, Meow Nian. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That was in the back of my mind too. A hilarious disease. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is, of course, the disease that affected, I believe, Nora Freeze. Yes, and Alfred by the end. And Alfred. In that in the movie, right? Yes, because he, he had a less serious version of the virus, but you know, she uh she had a more advanced version, so you know, Batman was able to make a cure. Yeah. <laughs> Tag two and called me in the morning. No, no, Mr. Freeze had a Batman needed it and Freeze gave it to him at the end. Tag two and called me in the morning. Oh my god. Which that's a stupid thing invented for that movie, but but the Arrow universe picked <laughs> up on that and gave a couple of their characters McGregor syndrome. No! Like a real thing, yeah. That's amazing. It is. It's Some... like, man, you know what? For all the bullshit of the CW universe, sometimes they do fun shit like that. So my question is, is that a multiversal disease that hopped universes? <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna guess yes, which in that case, man, if you want to pull the string on that sweater, that becomes kind of fascinating, doesn't it? Multiversal diseases. Yeah, yeah, which they've kind of done because of Marvel Zombies. Like, the zombies have gone to the main universe itself, and it could transmit to there. Uh, I don't know. 
Who who was McGregor for whom the McGregor <laughs> virus is named? Uh, patient Zero, I guess. I, I guess so, yeah. Like, look, we we need to tell that story. That needs to be a backup in something. We need to tell the story of who McGregor was and what his disease is about. Yeah, we need a we need a Murphyverse uh, flashback book to explain that. There you uh, go. St. Lucia, uh, in the same vein, Nora Freeze, Blight from Batman Beyond, and the Lizard mm. all have a sickness. They all have a sickness, yes, but is it a is it a virus? Is it a, is it a transmutable disease? Transferable Did, disease? Didn't Blight just have cancer? And he, so he tried, just, yeah. <laughs> tried to fix it with radiation, but he took <clears throat> too much radiation and became a skeleton man. Yep. That's him. Lizard, uh, he created a serum that gave him his limb, and also turn him into a lizard. In the movie Spider, Amazing Spider-Man, he tries to yeah. turn it into a... Is it a virus, or is it just a magic space laser that makes people into lizards? Is, is it a mutagen? Is it a weaponized compound? Exactly. Uh, Dr. Comic, how long before we see a new virus or contagion in mainstream comics? Since now topical, deceased doesn't count, because it was before mm. corona. I think it's Fair. coming soon. And when I say soon, I mean... You know, within the next year and a half, I think that like you're gonna have a lot. You got a lot of comic book writers who are just sitting in their houses with nothing to do. Mm-hmm. What's uh, what, what's the thing usually where it's like you gotta wait X amount of time before you can joke about something? Isn't it like two and a half years or like six and a half months or something? Yeah, well, they're they're not joking about it. They can talk about it. They're like making it a, a like a topical, you know, social commentary. So mm-hmm. I can see them doing it very quickly, fast tracking that, if you will. For the for whatever the turnaround for comics is, when people are like, "Can you believe they did this?" Referencing that thing that happened this week. No, they didn't. It's just a coincidence. Comics don't work like that. Hey, how about this, DC? Uh, you, because there's rumors, and I don't want to really address them, but I will mention, like, uh, you know, they're talking about how, oh, um, you know, is 5G going to happen anymore? You know, sometimes they're saying full steam ahead, other times they're saying no. If you're looking for a replacement for uh 5g you could do a story where there's like a virus that affects Mm -hmm. only the older generations of dc characters and so they have to quarantine and like so you send all the old people to like the the fortress of solitude oh i like that and the younger characters have to protect the earth until it passes oh that's clever you could easily do that in marvel too because they have a bigger readier crop of young heroes where it's like all right miles kamala sam you you guys got to handle this one because we're all sick we got to go hang out in the baxter building or something yeah, yeah yeah i'll take either of them but i think but the the dc one is free because you may need a stopgap, but you also still want to tell stories about like young characters taking over Man, that would be so perfect for champions, too, because you have the villain revealed to be, I don't know, like Alpha from Alpha Big Time. It's like you, <laughs> and it's like, I wanted revenge on Peter Parker and all the older characters who never accepted me. So I'm, I'm the boomer remover now. I'm going to kill all the old heroes. <laughs> I love the idea of it being Alpha. That's such a great idea. I've, I've had that in my back pocket forever. Like, no, Alpha needs to come back as a villain. He needs to be super pissed off that all these other young heroes got accepted, but he never did. Yeah, he was the first one. He was I, the first one, and everyone hated him. Yeah. I'm the millennial. There you go. I am the millennial. No, again, here's another pitch I had. Friggin' Taskmaster needs to create, like, another young school for villains, and he needs to be one of the students. Oh, totally. Oh, no, that's, like, either one. I love those ideas. And, like, the villains treat him like shit, too. It's like, no, you were a sidekick. Fuck you. It's like if a cop or prison guard ever went to jail. It's like, no, fuck you. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Fly the Wheel Shyster, try this again, installing a hitch, and thanks for background fun. Oh, Nice. Well, we do our best. Thanks, man. Um, James Robbins, uh, there's actually a techno-organic virus infecting characters in the Sonic IDW stuff. Nice. It's done extremely well, storyline-wise. I guess it's kind of like the show, right? Mm. Where uh, Uncle Chuck is a robot, and, you know, like, what's her name? The, the, the... You know, the bunny for furries character. Uh, Rogue, if she were a bunny, she's got like half, she was like transformed halfway through. I mean, isn't that kind of like Robotnik's thing in general? They're, oh, my machines are powered by animals. I will turn things into robots. Exactly. Uh, Rescue 9110, was an extremist initially a disease or disease-like? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Good idea. Yeah, it was like, uh, it was nanomachines, but it could make you sick, and it was a virus. Uh-huh. Yeah, good call. Was, Crap. lots of things, yeah. I can't believe I forgot to use, to mention Extremis. Uh, Heartless Fang, Mortococcus, from Countdown to Final Crisis. Mmm. Or Mortococcus. Uh, 
yeah, got the, the word death right in there. Right, the Mortococcus virus, the adaptive strain of the OMAC virus in the far future. There you go. We brought it all back to OMAC. Bringing it around. Thank you so much, man. Good pull. Uh, official Bolin, we're all sick of Batman who laughs, but what about the Joker infection? Oh. Yeah, they go back and forth on that where he can clearly infect you with his blood or with stuff like that and make you like him because he's just so toxic. <laughs> But like even in stuff too, like uh, uh, Death of the Family, you know, he would spray people with Joker gas and they would get Jokerify, which is kind of like a virus, but kind of like a bioweapon. Yeah, Joker oh, Joker is a manufacturer of viruses. Yeah. Like straight up. Um, I know that uh, I was reading this recently, the, the Batman-Spider-Man crossover. Nice. Uh, literally the plot is Joker invents a virus. He infects bats with it. And it essentially makes people go crazy and die. Mm. Um, and what was it? Uh, it never really, you never get to see it in action, but um, Carnage fears it. And uh. so, like, yeah, Joker makes viruses. <laughs> hey, Joker, how'd you get so good at viruses? I'm a chemist, I guess. I'm a bioscientist. I don't Engineer, know. trial and error. I don't know. Yeah. Listen, just just good old fashioned uh, hard work and gumption, really. I mean, <laughs> that's a backup story we need to see too. Just Joker trial and erroring viruses in the lab, right? And like, I guess, oh man, I mean, isn't Poison Ivy essentially a virus? Like, isn't she like Sometimes full of toxins? She She's got at least like cures for them. Um, grouchy geek, stay safe for the next few weeks, Sal and Joel. Uh, Hype to watch Elseworlds Exchange live every week now because most likely my college is calling off the rest of the semester. Mm -hmm. That sucks. Um, but not unexpected. Uh, no. Better safe than sorry. Guys, uh, I'm gonna we're gonna move on and, and, and get to the next thing. But before we do, uh Grouchy Geek reminded me and you know, first of all, stay safe. Um I was reading a thing on Twitter yesterday. Scott Snyder has this little like map for his kids uh on his refrigerator. And I love it because it's essentially like a schedule, I guess, like, because mm -hmm. you've got, I think, two or three kids. And they are, uh, I, I'm sure what happened was day two, they were running around screaming. And he was like, okay. <laughs> How am I supposed to write? And, and well, he has his own, he, he has a little, like, room off to the side. Like, he can leave the building. But his mm. wife needs to take care of these people, too. Yeah. And I think he was like, okay. We, you can't just be running around, like, yelling, screaming, and playing, and watching cartoons for the next, like, three weeks to, to two months. So we need to do something about this. So he created, like, a schedule for them. I'm sure that's the like, teacher in him, too. Oh, yeah, where he's like, here's what we're going to do. Like, we are going to spend our time thusly. And he has this breakdown of, like, when, he wait, when we wake up, what we do. And essentially, uh, it's his... COVID-19 daily schedule. Mm -hmm. Before 9 a.m., wake up. Uh, 9 to 10, morning walk. 10 to 11, academic time. 11 to 12, creative time. Hmm. Noon lunch. 12.30, chore time. 1 to 2, quiet time. <laughs> which, I, which is him just being like, I'm going to leave time. Yeah, uh, I, I do love a good quiet time. 2.30 to 4, academic time. 4 to 5, afternoon fresh air. 5 to 4. 5 to 6, dinner. 6 to 8, Free TV time, and then 8 o'clock bedtime, or 9 o'clock bedtime, if you did everything on this list. <laughs> nice. Got to put the carrot on the stick. But I'm like, man, you know what? I kind of want to have this for myself. Yeah, I know. I wish I could do all those things. Because if you're in college or, or high school, the reality is summer vacation, you will lose half of the things you learned over That's the year. always the thing. What do they call that? The summer brain drain? Uh-huh. So... What what I would advise people to do is take the initiative yourself and at least train your brain to be active. Because it's like you could watch TV, you could read comics, and you could feel like you're you're really like stretching your muscles. But nothing beats reading, challenging mm -hmm. yourself, doing puzzles, and actually like forcing you. Because it's not just exposing yourself to highbrow or to intelligent stuff. Like, you can do, mm. oh, I'm watching House of Cards. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, no. It needs to be that you need to have, like, this, this this active decision that you made as a person to say, I'm going to learn or I'm going to to stretch my brain. Yeah. Uh, you need to 
move your brain and actually like think and and work it during the off times because otherwise it, it it's not going to absorb information your brains are the most plastic at this period if you're a teenager absorb all you can your brain is a muscle it can atrophy exactly you need to exercise it i would highly recommend dedicating an hour or two to just improving your brain mm. it's because in school, it's like, yeah, you could get high behind the bleachers or, like, you know, whatever you do that isn't school, but you have to go from class to class. You have to go to those classes. You have to at least passively hear what the teachers are talking about. Mm. Your brain is so, like, wired to hear shit that's interesting. It's going to be like, yo, what <laughs> was that? And then trick you into thinking. But without that that exposure, that that's like why we force kids to go to school because it's like yeah. even passively you're going to pick up some shit that's going to make you s- try and be smarter. So do that. Um, but yeah, if you're out of school, if you're out of, if you're out of school, or if you're not going to school anymore, take a take an hour or two and train your brain because it's really important. Um, and and don't make it comic book time, <laughs> like. If you've got endless hours, you've got 12 hours in a day, give yourself two hours of comic book time and one hour of thought time, like brain time. <laughs> it's a hell of a thing for me where it's like, no, nah, I'm working. I'm not just entertaining myself. <laughs> right. I'm not just reading comics. Like, <laughs> you are just reading comics. But uh, It's true. Yeah. So, you know, just train your brain. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go off on the thing. Um, no, no. I, I, I like that. I like the – this is the self-betterment portion of the Elseworld Exchange. Like, listen, if we're going to hang out with you all freaking month uh, – <laughs> All, we got, all, all, all pandemic time. Yeah, you gotta pick. You got. You gotta put up with my bullshit. Uh, Ruskin I'm on oh, This topic seemed prime for a the tick entry. Did they do anything? Uh, did the tick have a virus? I, I don't can't think, think so. Of off the top of my no, head. in the show, the tick got sick. There's an episode called "The Tick versus the Uncommon Cold," <laughs> uh, in which he gets a cold and it like you know distracts him, and the Thrackerzog makes a uh, a tick clone out of his out of his tissue sample. Uh, but otherwise, I don't think there's a there's a virus story. There's a lot. I've got a hell of a tick pitch. Mm. Tell New England Comics to give me one issue, and I promise you, call I'm, Sal up. <clears throat> I will give you a hell of a tick pitch. But tick has tick is ripe for these kinds of parodies and references. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I got a hell of a tick pitch. Uh, yeah, how how would superheroes react to this kind of virus outbreak that we have right now? Oh, sorry, I can't go out and patrol tonight. You know, they told us to stay in. Yeah, this should be a Spider-Man story, like the, easily. You know, it really should. Are, are criminals staying in now, or would super criminals take this opportunity to commit more crimes? Uh, the dumb ones would. Like Rhino, would be like, "I'm going in." Are you kidding me? Yeah, there's no one here. Guard the banks. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> uh, Grouchy geek. I'm gonna try that schedule. Thanks for that idea. <laughs> right, it's not bad. Uh, Silvery Cricket was a parallel made with the Terrigen Cloud yet. Yes, we talked about the parallel cl- about the Terrigen Cloud. I made a reference to a book called On the Beach, in which there was a nuclear war in the West and Northern Hemisphere. Uh, this created a cloud of nuclear radiation, which has been traveling the globe, and the only survivors are people in the like the lower half of Australia. But the cloud is coming, and so they know they're going to die. I think Mark Russell and Prez did a really funny one too, but I cannot remember for the life of me what it was. I know they, I think it was like a swine flu parody because mm. remember when that was a thing before this? Who could forget? Yeah. Except everybody. Except for everyone, except for the last one. I forget. I, no, it, was it like the cat flu or something? It was like a, like a very common animal and that yeah. was the joke. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, hey, we all have cats in our house. Oh no. <laughs> uh, Meow Nian. You guys mentioned Megabyte and Hexadecimal. I'm sure there are tons of living viruses in media, but those two are the only ones I remember the best. Yeah, I guess they are living viruses. They're computer, computer viruses. viruses. But it can't, again, you know, what is our function to corrupt and destroy? Yeah, oh. We spread our sickness. Heck, uh, Megabyte even levels up and becomes a Trojan virus by <laughs> the end, so he can, like, mask himself. <clears throat> I remember when they did that and, like, when Trojan viruses were a new thing. Yes. I'm like, that's so fucking clever. It's completely clever. I love that idea. Um, but, yeah, so uh, those are some of the comic book viruses. I know there's a ton in comic books, in movies, in shows, in books. But we wanted to focus entirely on comics because, listen – we filled an hour talking about all the comic book viruses that exist. That's true. So, 
Uh, with that in mind, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. We are so yeah. lucky to have you, and we hope that if you are new to this show and this channel, subscribe, check out everything else we got, and stay tuned because every Tuesday, Joel and I do this and hang out every afternoon. Mm-hmm. and talk about something for about an hour. And if you want to keep the conversation going, go over to patreon.com slash comic and check out the bonus show. It's called One Shots, where uh, we continue the conversation going over there. It's only over there. Mm-hmm. Like, that's you the never only... know what you're going to get. You never know. That's very true. <laughs> it's, it's very all over the place. We've but, talked uh, about soda. We've talked about theme parks. Yep, we talked about COVID-19. Yes, we did, which is funny if you go back and listen to that episode. It's like, man, I don't know, man. This could go either way, man. And then the next week, oh, okay, it actually got very serious within a week. Exactly, exactly. So uh, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you uh, are looking for some homework, in the comments down below, if you're watching this after the fact, let us know what topics you want us to cover uh, yeah. in, the, in the comments, and we will go over them and add them to the list, the ever-expanding list of Elseworlds topics. Um, Stay tuned tomorrow for back issues. And of course, later today, uh, I'm going to be doing a show with Benny the Comic Storian and Tiffany from this channel. It's going to be playing video games on twitch.tv slash comicpoptv. So if you want to watch Tiffany beat Doom from 2016 and get ready for Doom 2 or Doom Eternal, uh, go over there and check it out. So uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us, everybody. Thank you, Joel, for being here as always. Always happy to do it. And we'll see you guys next time. And stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Mm-hmm. So long, everybody.